Welcome to The Wednesday Word, our staff edition and the first episode of a new year, 2024. And uh, I'm pleased to have, uh, oh, I'm Pastor David, uh, and I'll be hosting uh, today's episode. And I'm pleased to have Julie Hart with us, who is our Director of Connectional Ministry. Uh, Chris Devereaux, uh, who is uh, our Director of uh, Worship Technology. Uh, And Lindsay Hurley, who is our uh, Youth Director. We want to welcome them, and we're going to uh, just spend a few minutes uh, first looking back at 2023, and I'm going to be inviting people to share maybe some highlights of this past year, some things that they were excited about, even some surprises, if there were some surprises that took place, um, and let's talk a little bit about last year, and then we're going to refocus ourselves as we think about this coming year and things that we're looking forward to or excited about. Um, but let's start with last year. Any, any highlights or things you're excited about or surprises that happened last year? While you all are thinking, I can tell you a huge highlight for me this last year. Um, so, um, you know, we're now several years beyond the pandemic. Um, and, you know, I guess maybe on paper, I would have hoped that we would have overcome the impact that the pandemic had on us within a year after reopening things up. Um, but it didn't happen in a year. It really took a couple of years. And 2023 was the year where it really feels like, okay, we've put that chapter behind us now, and we really are on firm foundation and poised to move forward. And a good example of that is the uh, is related just to the finances of the church and how we were uh, a little bit worried. Well, I was losing a lot of sleep over where we were at the end of September uh, with some deficits and how just the congregation stepped forward in very generous kinds of ways. And we ended the year really strong, almost $20,000 uh, to the good, which helps us to be- rebuild our reserves a little bit. Um, but I was just looking at the numbers, and our income for 2023 was up $90,000 over 2022. Uh, that's huge, and it's kind of like one of the last pieces to fall in place for, for me to be able to say we're back on firm foundation now. And that impact of the pandemic, we seem to have that behind us. That was a huge, um, I think, an exciting uh, accomplishment this last year, and it really positions us well as we move forward. So that was just one thought for me, and it's kind of mundane because it's talking about money and finances, but we had a great year and, and really took good steps forward. Anybody else have thoughts? I think, you know, it's been really cool to see some new people getting involved in some things and just to see some new, even new ministries launch. I mean, even the Art Guild, like a brand new, totally out of the box kind of thing happening and to see ministries expand, first of all, recovering and then expanding and now to have new ministries coming. And it's just been cool to see new people showing up and trying to find a way to participate and and be involved and to bring their their gifts and everything to the table. So it's been kind of cool to see because when we first came back, there was, you know, kind of worship, a little bit of youth group, a little bit of that, and so watching it grow. Yeah, watching it grow. And a a second kind of really foundational piece for us to be back on Firm Foundation also happened this last year, and it's really a new ministry, which is uh, with Wes and Catherine and with us kind of organizing uh, homebound ministry and visit and yeah. visitations of folks. 
Um, and it's been wonderful to see now we have people who are volunteering to be the ones to go do the visiting and they're mm-hmm. excited about it and that ministry you can just feel taking on some traction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think on the same note, kind of the relaunching of some of the ministries and um, uh, it was the first year kind of feeling, like you said, back to our normal mm-hmm. kind of not routine or but uh, um, kind of normal life in the, in the church. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, an app. An online store, yep. like you know. Oh yeah, yeah. there were some big accomplishments, weren't there? Yep. Yeah, that app, which we now have, what over three hundred people have downloaded. Yeah, the over three hundred people have downloaded it. Um, we get to see the statistics of you know what people are using and how they're using it. Um, the directories on there, which was a, a, num- a number of years working towards, and um, I'm really excited for what it'll bring in the next couple of years as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because we've only really begun to go down that road. Exactly. And uh, but it was a good first step. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and then the online store, and that really came about because of new people in the church. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Nathan Royce yeah. and his family coming and finding us, and the gifts that he has, and the vision he had for that, and uh, that's that was a wonderful addition for us as yeah. well. Yeah. Lindsay, you got anything you're excited about? I I don't know if I can pick one thing from this past year. We've had so many really cool things that we've done. It was my first year going on the mission trip, which was so much fun. And one memory that stands out from the mission trip is Katie and I drove home together and we put on a playlist of all the music Katie and I played when we went to mission trip when we were kids. Ah, So it it was really like nostalgic to... We were singing our hearts out to like the music that we listened to on the mission trip, and we were able to share that with them. And of course, we got like the side eye and the oh, this is the worst. <laughs> but Katie and I had the best time driving home because we're like, this is this is what we did, and to be able to relive that was really really cool. Um, because Katie and I did all the mission trips together growing up, so doing this one again together was really fun. I think one of my other favorite things that has come out of this past year is starting service hour during the 11 o'clock. I really enjoy watching all of the teens come at 11 o'clock and show up. I wasn't sure when we had launched it how many kids would want to come and work for an hour during the service. And there's weeks where I have 18, 19 kids, and sometimes that's more than I have in Sunday school. And they're really excited And we've gotten into this routine where they kind of, they can grab my keys from me and get a head start and they know exactly what to do. And they're really beyond willing to help. They're excited to help and they're excited to watch things grow. And as we break up into different teams to tackle different projects around the church, it's exciting for me to see that willingness and that passion grow for serving at the church and using their gifts to serve that way. So I think that has been my main um, highlight from this past year that's come out of it. I think it's great for the church people to get to also see the youth, you know, taking care of the ministries and the campus and and participating because they are so supportive of the youth ministries. Yes. So for them to be able to see the kids are, you know, doing great things and working and helping out and, you know, taking ownership of right. of, of things here is, is, a, is a real big side bonus of what you're doing. And it's nice that Adults from the church can come up to me and say, hey, I've, I've got a request. Are your kids able to help with this? Mm-hmm. And yes, it's great. It's awesome that we were able to help with the cookie ministry and go into the children's wing and help with Sunday school or help just like deep cleaning the toys, making sure that the rooms are sanitized or working out in the food pantry. And 
just taking different pieces of the church that makes it whole. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday in Sunday school, we always talk about how the church, especially right now, the lesson that we had been doing is how the church is, you're the body of of the church and how the eye is just in, as important as the elbow and all of these pieces were designed to work together. So when we're able to dip our hands into different ministries and be active in different parts of the church, I think it's really important for them to experience that and for the church to see the kids doing that. Because when you start that foundation in the junior high and the high school years and you really build that foundation up, that's what continues them to filter into the ministries to be active in them and to eventually take them over as they Mm -hmm. grow up through the church and stay. Because they've heard of them. They know what they, yeah, they've Mm -hmm. seen Because they're familiar and they feel comfortable. And I think that's That's something that's really important is when you start to feel comfortable being there, you're more willing and more excited to get your hands involved around the church. Continuing to look back, I think one of the real highlights for me uh, was a, a ministry that you began this last year uh, over at Las Ventanas. Yay! And uh, do you want to say a couple words about that? Because I think that's just been a, 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 a just a wonderful thing that we we've, we've got going. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. Um, you know, I think it started with looking at kind of the list of homebound people, and there's the same address, and realizing like, wow, we have a lot of people that are more than we knew. Even we're at Las Ventanas, and it's a retirement. Uh, a place close by to us. And, you know, so I started out like, well, maybe we could just do a community group there and start a class there. And so reached out to their staff there and said, oh, could we have a little corner? Could we have a little room to do something? And they were like, yes, and, (laughs) you know, can we invite other people? Like, well, yeah, of course we can. And so um, we did our first study, our community group that the rest of the church was doing, we did there. And, oh, it was awesome. It was was so wonderful. They just have so much to share and so much wisdom. And I'm like, I'm leading it, but it's like, obviously, you you all should be leading because they just have so much knowledge and wisdom and and from different faiths and different places. Um, So that's been great. And then... um, we have recently started doing once a month worship there. So they get they get Catholic Mass there every Sunday, but they only had one Sunday a month worth of Protestant service. And so they said, well, what about doing that? And I said yes before I really knew how I was going to make it <laughs> happen, as I do sometimes. I'm like, sure, yeah. And watching the team come together, we just had our second Sunday. We have a family in the church, Peter and Annie and Molly and... Um, you know, Beth Lanier and Phyllis Murray and um, just um, getting people involved. Ryder is a part of it. He's mm-hmm. the greeter. So we show up there with, um, the, you know, it's just such a blessing. It's such a gift. And um, I just see them becoming disciples just in taking leadership of it. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see where that goes this year. We get to do you know, visits. And even when, when the class ended, they were so disappointed, but they had no more space in December you know, for us to do a, a class. And um, boy, when we see them when I'm there and I'm visiting or we had cookies in the lobby one day and, you know, took cards one day and they are just, when is our next class? When are we going to get going? So we, we're doing a Lent study too. So that's awesome. Very exciting. They are a joy. I'm always, when I come home, my nephew will say, oh, did you go to that place? He can tell because I'm just bubbly <laughs> and happy. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Um, so at, on a personal note, there's been a couple of really highlight, big highlights for me this last year. Uh, one of them was um, for the first time in my ministry um, that I was able to go to the Leadership Institute at Church of the Resurrection. And it wasn't just me, but 
everybody in the room right now. Yes. So awesome. Lindsay and Chris and Julie, along with Jake and then and then Jerry, my wife Jerry, uh, the six of us were able to go to the Church of the Resurrection. Uh, that was a, because of a gift of a, of a member of the church that made that possible, um, and it was just wonderful. It was just wonderful. It was it was revival like as far mm-hmm. as the worship goes and the music, and then they had some great workshops and a great takeaway for me was. You know, go go to some of these workshops. And it's like, wow, we're doing really well. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know? no, we're right? kind of we're not we're not behind the curve here. We're doing pretty darn well, yeah. and that was also really encouraging. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, for me, and 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 hoping that uh, that that'll be able to happen again uh, this next year. Yeah, uh, another big highlight for me. Uh, uh, was you know Julie, you kind of getting a sense of calling to yeah. uh, maybe explore the path of a local pastor, and it's a path that you began to explore. And the next day, you're like full speed ahead, running. Yep, um, it's been happening <laughs> very, very quickly, um, and yeah. it's been just really exciting to to be a part of that and to watch watch you uh, move forward with it. Um, you just got to check off another big box on this journey, and that was the psychological exams. And they decided that you're normal, which, <laughs> which uh, normal for a pastor. I don't know if that's really my <laughs> <high> praise. <laughs> We're all right. Yeah, it it was. Um, that was a big box, and um, Phyllis Murray just gave me my uh, my pocket book of worship, which was like uh, oh, uh, with my name on it. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Well, let's think about 2024 and some things that um, you know we're kind of looking forward to and anticipating and maybe excited about. Uh, some things we hope will happen uh, in this in this coming year. Um, and uh, I, I can get start get started with just kind of right up front. Um, very excited about some of the worship uh, uh, sermon series that I've got laid out for the first half of the year and. Um, there's a, a good mix of some brand new things like what I'm doing right now, this series of, you know, how will you answer the questions Jesus asked? I'd never done something quite like that before, um, to, um, you know, a whole series on faith and doubt that will follow Easter, kind of all new stuff for me. Um, but also then I'll bring, bring in a few, um, ones that I'll rework from the past that were ones that I just loved and when I have an opportunity to share them again. So I'm looking forward to, to that. So anybody else? Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, again, going through my, my process and my schooling and everything that, um, so this is a process that ends for me, I guess, at annual conference in the summer. So I'm, I'm just, it's an interesting process and I'm, it's really cool to be a part of. It involves a lot of you know, writing and reflecting and discerning and, um, you know, self-evaluation. Other people get to evaluate you too. <laughs> so <laughs> it's been a growing thing for me. So I'm very excited to to continue with that and see where that goes. And and I don't get, we don't get to have really in, any say in how this whole thing ends up for you. But I know what I hope will happen and that's that annual conference. Then you'd be appointed as a local pastor, so you'd be a a, a a pastor and the associate pastor at Desert Spring. That's how I hope this thing, uh, <laughs> where it leads, is you being our associate pastor. We'll see how it plays out. Yep. Yeah. You got anything, Lindsay? Yes. So Bob Lathrop has joined me in teaching Sunday school, 
And that has been a huge blessing this past week. We separated. Um, we came together at the beginning. We had our donuts and we hung out for a little bit. And then we separated junior and senior high for Sunday school for the first time since I've taken over. And that was really exciting to be able to have these two small groups going at the exact same time because we had such different conversations, which I think was really cool because each age group was able to talk freely and amongst each other about what relates to them. And I think that is something I'm really looking forward to being able to continue. And then I also had a parent reach out, Meredith Harper, who is going to assist in writing the curriculum for me. She's going to take your sermon plans and she's going to write a curriculum and send it over to me. Um, And she offered to do that. And I was so, so grateful when she offered that. I was like, "That I would love, I would love the help. I would love... that so much um, because she's a teacher and she's um, she has so much experience in doing so and I was like I would definitely be blessed to have you assist me with that so I'm really excited because I think there's a lot of importance to having the curriculum match the sermon plan so families can come home and talk together about what they learned and it's always going to be the same thing instead of the parents getting one message, the kids getting something completely random that I pulled from a curriculum that I purchased. And now everything's going to come like full circle and full household to be able to have conversations that will last and carry through the weeks and carry through the sermon series. So I'm really excited to see this grow. And having parents um, step up and and come and help me has been awesome. Uh, shameless plug, I still would love help. So if you are yeah. if you are willing and it is um, if you are listening to this and it's if you've been thinking about it and it's on your heart, I would love to have at least two more adults come and help me in Sunday school, um, one for junior high and one for senior high. Mm-hmm. We are loving breaking up and having small groups and then coming back together and kind of seeing where our small group discussion left uh, led us. Um, and that's something that I would love to see continue to grow in this coming year, but it's something I'm very excited for. Well, and good for Meredith and what that does when Meredith takes a piece like that, that frees you up to do other things. And and the more time you spend in youth ministry, the more involved you get into the relationships and Mm -hmm. the shepherding and the, you know, so when people do that, when they step in and take a piece from that, it just means that, wow, they've made space for you to do something Yes, you know, and it's definitely yeah. a huge, huge blessing. Absolutely. Well, that and have a baby. That's giving you a little bit of space yes. to have a baby too. You're going to do that too. <laughs> yes, I have nine weeks left. So All right. <laughs> if, if anybody wants to come help in nine weeks, I would be very grateful. <laughs> That's great. That's great. One of the things I'm excited about, it, and it's really kind of a return. So now that we're back on a firm foundation post-pandemic, kind of return to kind of how all things always happened in the past. And that's that there, there's going to be a, um, a definite um, and very intentional effort around recruiting and equipping people to be able to, to use their gifts and follow their passions and serving in ministry. And um, and so you'll, uh, for those of you who are listening, you're going to see those kinds of opportunities coming along where, you're going to, where folks are going to be invited to consider where it is they might want to serve and We'll have some training in place to help people feel prepared to, to do so, and I think that'll be a very big, big step this next year. Very excited about a couple of new ministries that are being born. Uh, one of them is a prison ministry. Yep. Uh, Bob Lathrop, who you already Go mentioned, and is yes. a wonderful servant, uh, had, has had an idea of this and been working on it for a while. And now a brand new member, Jenny uh, Singer, has joined him, and so we have a team who's planning this, um, and. 
Uh, Anne on staff wants to be a help support to it. Uh, and I think we're going to see the development of our prison ministry move forward in 2024. And our partnership with the Walter Hoving Home is going to open doors for some of our folks to be involved in new ways with the Hoving women. Um, and I know um, that our contact with the Hoving uh, Home, um, Jennifer Golden, has said that there's already been a lot of kind of talk about about that. So I think we're going to see some folks kind of getting involved in that kind of ministry. And that's very exciting for me uh, as well. One of the things that this year will bring, of course, is transition because um, July 1 of 2024 is when I uh, go into retirement. And so 2024 is going to be a year of transition from me as the senior pastor uh, to a new senior pastor coming in. Uh, and there'll be a lot of intentionality around that, a lot of hard work around making certain that goes very smoothly. Um, and it is going to be a part of, of this year. As long as you stay long enough to baptize this baby, I'll be good because <laughs> you baptized me when I was 12 and you married my husband and I and you've baptized both my other children. So um, I don't do typically well with change, but as long as as long as we get that last baptism in there, I'm I'm slowly warming up to the idea of the change. <laughs> it's interesting. We should be able to do that. You know, I've only been through a pastor change once, and that was when when you came to University mm-hmm. Church, and so it's it's I've been I've been trying to reflect back on that, and I you know it's a uh, it it comes with you know people have some anxiety about it right and changes for certain um and i was devastated when the pastor that that i worked for left and then you came and it was like the greatest probably just was magical time and whole new things and whole new challenges so i think we have to look forward with like what what are we going to learn about ourselves and how are we going to grow you know in mm-hmm. those ways no i'm excited but i'm not excited for the reason where you and you 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 thought that I was excited, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you and Jerry, and to have some time to just spend with each other and do the things that you want to do outside of, you know, a 90 hour work week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. And when people say that they're not they're not ready for this, I say, don't you want that for Dave? Isn't this what you want? You you want this for him, right? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And some of them are saying no. <laughs> That's true. I won't. I'm not going to say names, but some people don't. <laughs> yeah, I was at a trustees meeting last uh, night before last, and uh, one of the new members and trustees said, I have to be honest with you, I pray every night that you change your mind. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not alone. Yeah. But uh, there is a time for every season, and I can tell this is the right time. Um, and I don't want to... I don't want to... to... to get to a point where I say, oh, I should have done this a couple mm-hmm. years ago because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not what I once was and, mm-hmm. and the church is suffering because of it. I want to be able to leave at a time where the church is thriving and doing well so we can pass this off to the next person, let them run it to the next leg. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who are listening, um, you know, it's going to be a transition period. It's not going to be abrupt. It's not like June 30th, I leave and and the new pastor arrives July 1 and never our paths cross. Um, the bishop has approved that I'll be able to stay on in a part-time capacity, probably 10 hours a week for some season, as long as I'm helpful to the new pastor in helping that person get up and running and, and be prepared well to succeed. Um, so there'll be some kind of transition period that way. 
And then also the bishop has allowed me the opportunity to be a part of the discernment process with who that person will be. And that's a unique thing that doesn't typically happen. Um, But because of, I think, in part the success of Desert Spring, but even more so because I had been the dean of the cabinet at one time, Bishop feels like uh, I'm well equipped to be able to add my voice with the other superintendents in discerning who that person would be. So that gives me some comfort that in this transition, we're going to be able to be involved and I'm going to be able to help see it through for some season. And I think that will that will be helpful, make it give us every opportunity for a, a good next chapter. I just have to bring up, because I don't think a lot of people know this, you brought up um, the Leadership Institute, and I think something that's really amazing about you and admirable is you I remember like on the flight home you had your paper out and you're just like I'm gonna try this and I'm gonna try this and we're all looking at each other like but you're retiring this year and you're you're coming uh, to make all of these like you were so you were leaving and you're so excited about all of these new fresh ideas that you wanted to bring and I think that that's worth noting that mm-hmm. even now that you're at the season of like transitioning out you're still so focused on growing and trying new things and I think that's really really cool because I don't think a lot of um mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of pastors in their like transition out period would be doing that but you're like every day you're like we're going to improve and we're going to do this and I think that's really cool. Yeah, if those of us on staff can say we're not coasting, right? You're definitely not coasting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not coasting. We want to we want to make certain that we are at our best. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, no coasting. And it's kind of interesting. One of the things I learned at the Leadership Institute had to do with just kind of how I manage my time a little bit mm-hmm. and changing when I write my sermons. Um, and oh my gosh, it's, if I had known this years ago, I probably wouldn't have to be retiring right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just made so much difference. Yeah. And it was one of those, like, why didn't I think of this? But I didn't. And and now I've implemented it, and it's really making a difference, I think, in my preaching, but also in my management of the week and the energy that I have for things. And um, so, yeah, I learned some things there, and I was glad to put them into place, And as did everybody, I think, mm-hmm. who went. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, Absolutely. Uh, and and uh, I think it benefited us. I'm really hoping that we can do it again this next year. I doubt that it would be me who would be going. It, it you know, all likelihood, if the person wants to, it would be the new pastor who will go, go with you all, and that would be a good bonding experience uh, as well. Also, um, I'm glad we got seven um, servants on uh, Christmas Eve out of you. We got that last yes. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was determined in part because I knew it was my last Christmas Eve as a senior oh. pastor, and I was going to do it no matter what. Yeah. And uh, Jerry <laughs> Maguire helped a ton, yeah. and that made it so I survived. It's it pretty right. impressive. Yeah, he did. I was going to say also that, um, you know, I feel like we're on bonus years with you because during COVID, you know, you were not loving it, you know, and really thinking maybe maybe you don't want to keep doing it as long. So I think we're already on – these are bonus years we've been getting because you stuck it out and, you know, pushed through. And Well, and, and credit where credit's due, it was really you and Chris and Lydia uh, and the kind of the creativity and energy you guys kind of brought to our conversations that pulled me through it. Um because, yeah, I was like, I, this this isn't what I do, you know, when yeah. we were during a pandemic. Um, but I'm really glad that I was able to get through that and feel like, I actually feel like I'm doing some of my best ministry right now. You are, yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah. I, I have a question. 
you know, we were talking about, you know, our, our the life of the church and the work that we do, but but personally, what's what's everybody got on deck for the year? Well, Lindsay's having a baby. Lindsay's so that's my baby. main goal is to have the baby and then never have another one. So I'm very excited <laughs> <laughs> about being at the end of this. Yeah. Just trying to make it to 40 weeks. and When is it due? Uh, I'm due March 13th, which is a Wednesday, but... They said I could go on the 10th, which is a Sunday, which I'm really hoping for um, because I would really, really, really love to go into labor in the middle of the church service. Um, so I'm, that's that's my personal goal. I would love to have just a very – it's my last baby. I'd like a very dramatic um, – Instagram-worthy. Instagram yeah, just like a very dramatic um, entrance. Like maybe it'll line up with a sermon series where like something big happens and then I'll just be like, I'm in labor. So we'll see. <laughs> see. If I can just add some oomph to the end of it, <laughs> it's awesome. That's great. It's awesome. It, well, on a personal note, um, you know, as we are kind of approaching that, that retirement season, we're also in the middle of a big change. Um, as um, many people know, you know, Jerry's parents moved to, to Vegas uh, to be close to us, and so we could be helpful, in particular with uh, with Jerry's father, who has some health concerns. Uh, and that's all kind of been moving in lots of different directions and trying to find its place as to what it's going to really look like. But now it's become really clear that here very soon we're going we're gonna to end up uh, living together. Um, and so that's going to be a part of what, what happens next for Jerry and I is Jerry's parents and Jerry and I are going to be uh, living together as we kind of help take care of, uh, of Jerry's family. Yeah. I have a combination of those. I have a new yeah. cat. Yay! Yay. <laughs> and moving into a new house. And so. a new house, yeah, which yeah. is great. Yeah, 2024. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and you're like in the process of doing the move right now. Yeah, right now doing all the cleaning and uh, preparing to move all the stuff, so yeah. Exciting. But pretty excited it's about the house? Fun. Yes, yes, very excited. A new area in town, which is um, new for both Dana and I both, so mm-hmm. it should be fun. Yep, going to be out north. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Congrats. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah. Well, for me, it's obviously going through the process. And one of my sons, Louie, will get out uh, in May and he'll be coming back to Vegas. And so haven't had a kid home for a while. So. Get out of the military. We make sure we know what he's getting oh, out of. I know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. He's he's now serving, serving in the Navy. So he's on deployment now and he'll be coming home. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. And, and obviously the... The process. I does every does anyone do a word of the year? No, okay, all right. I haven't picked mine yet. Okay, you still got time. Yes. What's okay. yours? Mine is a rise. Ooh, and, I love that. And how um, do you pick yours? I pray about it. Okay. I just kind of sit with it for a while, and I didn't get it until like the day before I was settled on it. So I'm an early person anyway, but I get up at five a.m. It's it's not really. I do make myself before it was optional. Now it's not, but it's how I spend my first hour to two hours. You know, all the things that I kept pushing off. Like I start with yoga and then, you know, my reading and my devotionals and everything, things that just, um, I arise and get that stuff first out of the way, not out of the way, but get it done. Accomplished. Yeah. Accomplished. There you go. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Excellent. Awesome. Well, I want to thank everybody for spending some time with us and and listening. And I hope that um, as you look back over last year, you can see some things that were exciting uh, for you and 
uh, and, and some things you're proud of. And as you look toward this uh, coming year, I hope that there's some things that you're really looking forward to and excited about as well. I know that the church life at Desert Springs is going to continue to be very um, vital and exciting. It's, it's the church uh, that we are a part of, and I'm grateful to be a part of it. And good things are coming. So with that, let's pray. Loving God, we thank you for the blessings of life. We thank you for our church and the joy of being able to be a part of this church and the ways that you're at work in our midst. And I thank you for these people who I share this podcast with um, and ask your blessings upon them and their ministry and for all of us, wherever we are. Um, uh, just, uh, I lift us before you and pray that um, throughout this day and the days to come, we'll be faithful and aware of your presence. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.